Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I'm Lisa. And I am your co-host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. the Blue Bubble Boy, a.k.a. Henny Blanco. I'm back off the wagon and I'm back on the Henny. Henny Loggins, Henny Roffers, you gotta know when to hold them. Uh, ASAP Rafi, did I say that already? Uh, Bitches Sam, Tacky Daddy Range, look like Laffy Raffy, a.k.a. DJ Scratch and Sniff, a.k.a. AKAs for days. How are you, Lisa? I'm dying. <laughs> oh my god, so good to talk to you again, Laffy Taffy. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah, it's so good to talk to you. We are a week away from Podfest, and I'm beyond excited to see everybody and see Allison's show and everything else. I mean, are you booked yet? What the fuck? I need an update. Uh, sh- yeah, sure. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I guess, I, you know, you do know your way around my house, so if, uh, although I won't be here, so what the fuck am I offering? Well, that's scary, but you're coming, right? Oh, my my flight is booked. Don't worry, I'll be there. Okay. Uh, we have two seats available at the Palm Restaurant on Saturday, if anybody's interested in joining us to get fingered at the Palm. I'm really excited about that. The schedule's finally out for PodFest. Uh, Rafi's not excited about any of that. And I am so excited as well. Finally going to get to see Allison again. It's been a year now since I've seen her. And I get to see David and uh, John Henson again and remind them of how we met in Denver and how David was kind of standoffish. Standoffish. (laughs) I forgot that you met both of them. I haven't met either of them. I'm so excited that they're both going to be there. Well, this week we will talk about the Monday episode with Wheeler Walker Jr. That was like a really horrible <laughs> Western accent. What the fuck was that? Um, you learned well from uh, our game in Texas. Oh, my God. I feel like I already kind of have a Tex- Texan accent mixed with something else. And that was just like the most half-assed <laughs> accent. Oh, fuck. I broke the news to little Rafi. I'm drinking a single malt scotch whiskey at the moment, so definitely not on the wagon. Um, We're also going to talk about the Thursday episode, Fake Tears, Annie's Dolphins, Trifling with the Wrong David. I'm excited to talk about these two episodes. They were super fun, but we have a few guests, so why don't we invite them to join us? Enjoy. Low down, leaving sun. Done did everything that needs done. Go with me. Why can't I see? I'd best be leaving well enough alone. Them neon lighting nights couldn't stay out of fights. Keep a haunting me in memories. Well, there's one in every crowd for crying out loud. Why was it always turning out to be me? Where does it go? The good Lord only knows Seems like it was just the other day I was down at Green Gables Hawking them tables Generally below and all my hard-earned pay Piano rolled blues Danced holes in my shoes There weren't another other way to Oh, lovable losers, no account for 
honky-tonk heroes like me. Welcome, T.S. How are you doing? I am old. I am adequate. Uh, how do I sound? You sound awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> you sound like crap. <laughs> uh, you know, that's closer to how I feel, so I appreciate your oh. honesty. <laughs> oh, boo. Oh, welcome, Lee. How you doing, guys? Yeah, we're doing pretty well. Welcome to the show, T.S. Hey, uh, hi, everybody. I didn't know I was already being recorded. <laughs> Because Lisa's realized. very like, dishonest. We could chat for a second. Yeah, I mean, like all this time, I never knew I was on. So this is this is all a shock to me. I thought these were all just private conversations we were having. Oh well, you are our race relations correspondent, so welcome. That's that's racist for you to say that, but thank you. Well, we've got little Rafi as our hip hop correspondent, and then uh, we have a we have a message later from our country music guru, uh, <laughs> Lee. What what are you going to do for us tonight? <laughs> You know, I've been so busy with that video project, I did not have time mm. to put any sort of a, a parody intro together for you even. Oh, that's okay. Well, welcome. I got nothing. It's nice to talk to you guys. This is going to be a real sausage fest. I'm <laughs> just Apparently, I have a wiener now. <laughs> oh, my God. Rafi, I feel like I need a, what's the thing when you need to be saved? A lifesaver? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is Rafi uh, here? I haven't heard him. Oh, yes, I'm here. Hello, Lee. How are you? Hey, buddy. How so, are you liking those motorcycles? Oh, vroom. <laughs> <laughs> Great segue. Back to you, Lisa. <laughs> you know what? Before we start the show, let's do some shout-outs. Lee, do you have any shout-outs? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, <clears throat> that Shanna Freeman, uh, make sure things are hopefully turning up a little bit for her. Um you know, things are kind of rough there, and just uh, hopefully everyone's still keeping her in her in their thoughts. Absolutely. That's a really good one. I Every once in a while, she posts some updates, and I think she posted one today or yesterday, and it sounds like she's got very positive, positive vibes, positive thoughts. So it sounds like she's doing okay, but I truly hope that, that she is. I can't imagine what she's going through. T.S., do you have any shout-outs? N- no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, well, I was okay thinking. If you don't. No, but just because uh, Shanna Freeman came up, I was thinking about actually since I've been listening to uh, the uh, the JMO Patrol before before it became this show, and I haven't heard anything from her in a while. So you know, just hoping everything's okay. Maybe she should come on the show again. Just saying. That would be awesome. I I know. A lot of times, I think time is an issue, but I will be flexible, and you know, to have her on or to have Jason on, I would love to. I'll do it at any time. But yeah, I'm wondering how she's doing with the hurricane and the recovery to that, and just how she is in general. I think it would be really nice to have her on. Maybe she'll send in a video, or video, um, a voice recording one of these times. I'll I'll hit her up. Excellent. Little Rafi, shout outs. Shout out to Ashley. Uh, we recorded an episode, if you remember, and the fucking software didn't record it, so that sucked. But I saved it with Megan. By the way, shout out to Megan. I get to see her in one week. One week from tonight, I will be sleeping at the foot of her bed. Aww. <laughs> so, shout out to my best pal, Megan. Oh, sharing a mattress with Chloe. Oh, yeah. It's going to be real tight in there. Uh, oh. um, also, <laughs> 
Also, shout out to Daniel Quantz for having the one and only Lisa Lowry on his podcast. If you haven't listened to The Watching Hour, why don't you go do that? Aw, you guys. That was so much fun. And I'm not just mentioning it. I'm not just mentioning it because you shouted me and Brittany out. That was (laughs) a nice surprise. I feel bad. He cut out a couple of other things, and I I did shout out what, my one other friend. And she, if she listens, she'll probably be like, "Oh, cool, <laughs> uh, great, nice." Uh, I mean, because she and I are the really have been Twin Peaks fans together. It's something that we've shared for many years, and slowly other people have t- sort of joined us, which is awesome. It's, you can't force it on anybody, but when it happens, you're like, yes, someone else to talk about it with. But yeah, it was such a fun experience, and I was so nervous about listening to it. When I listened back, I thought, okay, we were both real nerdy and in love with Twin Peaks, and it was not so bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't even watch Twin Peaks, and I thought it was a, a fun episode to listen to. And what a neat opportunity for fans of a show to see where it's filmed and meet some of the actors. That had to just be so cool. It really was. I'm glad. Thank you so much for listening. I think that's really cool. You, you didn't even listen or watch Twin Peaks and you listen. I think that's really, really neat. Supportive of Daniel and, and uh, the BFF. It was a great experience. Twin Peaks Festival was, and then also him letting me be on his show. I just thought, you know, he DM'd me and said, you know, if there, we should have you back on one time if there's any other Twin Peaks updates. And he's like, if there are any, I'm like, yeah, true. But I have I have a prediction that there's going to be another prequel. I don't I don't see a season four, but I I feel like there's something more that's going to happen with it. But who knows? I'll, Mark Frost's book comes out October 31st. It's called The Final Dossier, and I am maybe that will be. An update I can talk about with him. But other than that, maybe next year when I go to the festival, we, I can go back on and talk his year off. Or maybe he'll come there. I mean, that would be amazing. I don't know if Allison would be into it, though. We can't Just... expect to hear your takes on Rogue One. <laughs> when I heard that today, I, I thought, huh, well, <laughs> you know, I'll watch anything. If he wants me to be on as someone who's never seen something, then I'm your gal. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, probably not. Although I did, that's Star Wars, right? Yeah, it's one of the lesser Star Wars movies. Okay, because I (laughs) mean, I do love Star Wars, the, you know, the first ones. I grew up with those. They're part of my childhood that I love. So, yeah, I don't know. I could, I could watch it. I did Uh, stand up uh, uh, two weeks ago at a con and uh, I had a five minute set of Star Wars jokes that I will never be able to use anywhere else because no one other than Star Wars geeks are even going to get the punchlines. Ooh, do we get a little taste test of that? I can do one minute. Okay. Uh, one minute. All right. all right. Here you go. All right. So I work at a machine shop, but all my co-workers are big fans of NASCAR. I'm primarily a Star Wars fan, which means unless the Millennium Falcon comes sliding in covered in sponsorship stickers and uh, Obi-Wan starts talking about use the downforce. They're not going to be interested at all. And I think that's a darn shame because there's a lot of things in Star Wars that I think rednecks would like. I mean, they've got rebels and a lot of guns and in episode 4, Luke makes out with his sister. <laughs> so I'm just going to start telling them that it's the story of Bo and Luke Skywalker and their friend Hank Solo. And at one point, Hank Solo shows up in the Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon so fast, it can, th- it can fly the uh, Daytona 500 in only 350 miles. And the only reason that joke even works is because George Lucas has no idea what a parsec even is. Nerds <laughs> liked that. At Paul 1138, we'll definitely appreciate that. Not that you're a nerd, but he likes Star Wars. 
everyone else you have to explain what did you just say (laughs) at paul e 1138 why do i get that wrong every single time i just know miss paul but i know 1138's in there anyway that was pretty funny I tried not to laugh over your jokes. <laughs> that was one thing I was kind of bummed about with the watching hour because my, I, however he recorded it, I recorded myself and what I sent to him apparently didn't work. But so whatever he used, I sounded really like I was calling in on my tablet again, but that's fine. It's not. I thought it possible. sounded pretty good. Okay, yeah, it good. definitely sounded better than that time when you called in. Okay. On a, I assume on a potato or something. <laughs> I thought it was a soup can. It was, it was both. I was trying to do both. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, my shout-outs are one is to Britta. She was supposed to record with us tonight, but she wasn't feeling well. So shout-out to her. I am excited to talk to her and meet her over Skype at some point. So hopefully she's feeling better. And my other shout-out is a shout-out to my new beehive, man. I, I'm uh, pretty much digging it. It's pretty radical. <laughs> yeah, wish I could have bees. Now, why can't you have bees? I'm curious. Because our little podunk town thinks they're a big city, and even big cities understand the value of backyard bees. But of all places, 25,000 population of Watertown, South Dakota, doesn't want anything vaguely ag within the city limits. But I got chickens! You can have chickens, but you can't have any bees. That's crazy. Okay, so we've had chickens in the city, and we've just been redoing our backyard and have a spot that might... It was going to be allotted for chickens, but we're still trying to figure that out. I would be really excited to have chickens again. It's depressing to buy eggs, and I also just love seeing them run around the yard and eating all the bugs, and it's, you know, natural... uh, What's going on? Pest control. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say bug repellent. And I'm like, bug. I'm just not going to say that. I'm just going to sit here. I was saying it on mute. Were you? <laughs> God damn it. I'm an idiot. Stop putting it on mute. All right. Yeah. So the update with the bees is they're still here. They're enjoying their new home. I sit and watch them and they're bringing pollen in. So I think that they've accepted our home. And I'm really excited about that. So we're going to start something new. This is Leanne's idea is to have people send in voice recorded messages to us about topics that they want to talk about that were on Allison's show. And if they don't have the time to record with us or whatever the reason, if they just want to have a quick little, hey, I just have a little two minute rant, whatever you want to say, you can send it in to me and we'll do that. So we're going to try it out now with Leanne and hopefully this works. Hello, BFFers. This is Leanne. I have some thoughts on Wheeler Walker Jr. I have a lot of opinions about this episode, but they're kind of hard for me to organize because I I think I was pretty mixed about the interview overall. I'm not really a big fan of people who do interviews with personas. I really just like them to be themselves, and I know there's some debate on whether or not he was being himself or his alter ego wheeler walker jr so i kind of thought he may have been more honest in this episode than he was in the other episode but then again it might have just been his persona so it's hard to tell so i'm just going to take it at face value that he was being honest it's interesting that he didn't think that the album should be considered a comedy album because i think 
you know, that's just kind of everyone's natural response since it's so over the top. I kind of disagree with him, though I'm interested to see or hear what everybody else thinks, that his songs reflect what people would actually do in real life. I think it's a very exaggerated form, at least, of that. And I have to admit that when I listen to his songs, maybe my sense of humor just isn't uh, aligned with his, but I don't necessarily find them particularly hilarious. But I think the songs sound really good, super country, and I appreciate that. So, And I also think he has great influences, like Billy Joe Shaver is a really good artist. I really enjoy his music. And Dwight Yoakam being one of his favorites, I love Dwight Yoakam too. So, and then I think I mentioned it before. I probably even mentioned the Dwight Yoakam thing and the Billy Joe Shaver thing from the last episode. I can't remember what he said um, on this episode versus the last one or if he said some of the same things. But um, Sturgill Simpson is a great artist as well. And it's kind of fun that they're friends. And I'm also interested that he and Brandy Clark are friends because she's probably one of my favorites. Um, of more current artists who don't get played on the radio very much. So, but I think overall, he seems kind of moody, so probably not really my type of guy, but the music sounds good. He says he did a lot of name dropping. Sam Hunt, I agree with him on Sam Hunt. He is not, in my opinion, what country music is or sounds like or should be. I just think it was an easier way for him to make money. Actually, I think, I don't know what Wheeler usually says about Sam Hunt, but what he said on Allison's show was being pretty generous to him because I do think that the reason why he categorizes himself as country is country music is still selling a lot more than other categories. I don't think it's because he's a country boy, because he's not singing country music anyway. Um, and maybe I'm being too harsh. So anyway, I've probably said too much, and I don't know if any of this makes sense. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end this now. All right. That was awesome. I went into that fresh, by the way. I feel like that's a better way of going at it. So we all kind of can respond in the same way. I like hearing her perspective. And it was really important for me to get her side of it, uh, the whole Wheeler Walker Jr. thing. What did you think, Lee? I have to listen to country music for uh, six hours a day at work. And then I switch to rock later in the afternoon. So I might honestly listen to more country music than Leanne, and I loathe every minute of it. So if uh, she understands the genre, she likes the genre, she is by far and away your go-to knowledgeable source of information about what is and is not proper country music. So by gum, whatever she says is country, that's what I'm going to call country. I can agree with her. I also, this is the part where I agree with Wheeler Walker Jr. Because modern pop country bullshit, I don't consider that country. He said he stopped listening in the 80s. I'd say that's being generous to country. I don't know if the country music that he plays hurts or hinders the whole cause. Because I fucking love country music. But it it's... I'm very picky. I was about to say snobby. <laughs> I'm picky when it comes to country music and what what is country music. And I don't think that any real country mu- music is being made anymore. Except I'm sure there are some, but I don't I don't seek it out because I don't want to waste my time. <laughs> so if someone tells me, "Hey, these these guys are good," and they are along the lines of Waylon Jennings or 
I actually do like Dwight Yoakam a lot, and I'm going to go see him for the first time on November 30th. Leanne, I know you're jealous, <laughs> but my husband goes about once a year, and this is going to be my first time, so I'm pretty excited about that. That's about as modern country as I get, but he's... It took me a while to come around to listening to him, and uh, now I fucking love him. But I have a lot to say on it, but I really don't, apparently. I think uh, Leanne said it very well, and even listening to the song at the end, <laughs> I couldn't listen to it. I'm just like, I... I, I I like, okay, this is going to come out wrong, of course. I like a good fuck once in a while, but not in my country music. I don't think it belongs there. <laughs> is Garth Brooks still considered country music, or is he called I a pop performer now? I think he's always been. I don't consider that country my kind of country music. When Wheeler Walker said Chris Gaines is not a real person, uh, much like himself, is not. Wheeler Walker is also not a real person, and I feel like living through a persona is very strange. Uh, I don't know if him as Ben Hoffman just couldn't pull off being taken seriously as a country singer or if he's he says he loves it. He has all these all, he's rooted in so much good and it's turned into something that's kind of gross to me. And I don't I don't love it. And then he was kind of comparing things with certain hip hop things. T.S., what, what were your thoughts? Um, it was interesting to hear Leanne's problems with him because, you know, I think it's just a case in that case. Um, of two people being too similar. And I think soon, one of these days, Leanne M. Ward will release a country album full of profanity, much like Wheeler Walker Jr. Probably <laughs> under a different name, but I assume it'll be about the same content, roughly. Um, <laughs> other than that, I don't know. Um, it was interesting because he was very much himself in terms of the interview and what he was saying, but he was... They even had a conversation last time he was on about doing podcasts as Wheeler Walker Jr. instead of as Ben Hoffman. And they talked about why he didn't do it that time. So I think he's doing it now. Mm -hmm. I've heard him around lately. Um, I think he's just promoting the new album. So he's going everywhere as Wheeler Walker, Walker Jr. to promote himself. Himself, question mark. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't crazy about the fact that he didn't come on as Ben Hoffman. Um, but otherwise, it was okay. I, I don't know too much about country music, so I can't really comment on anything he was saying about that. Uh, I do know Garth... Brooks is kind of weird and lame. I'm interested in the Chris Gaines thing just because I would hope it's also super lame, but apparently that stuff is kind of hard to find. Unfortunately. You yeah. know, uh, in comedy, the uh, Dan Whitney, you know, he's had an amazing career, and whether you interview him as Dan Whitney or Larry the Cable Guy, you get two different personalities. They're obviously mm. similar, but... Call him Dan, and he'll answer you as Dan. And then five seconds later, call him Larry, and he'll answer you as Larry. And everyone accepts that just fine. Yeah, that is true. Why do you think that is, little Rafi? I had no idea who this Dan guy was. <laughs> hmm. I don't know why that is. I guess we just want to buy into the whole facade. But um, you were mentioning hip-hop, and how could I not mention mm -hmm. How often do you hear a country artist mention Kendrick Lamar? I would say this is the first time. Um, so it's interesting to me that he's, like, he, he talks about how Waylon is his, like, idol and Willie Nelson. So it's interesting to me that he still listens to, well, like he said, he grew up listening to, like, NWA or Public Enemy. So I think that's really interesting. Um, I think... I like Wheeler more than probably everyone else who listened, but his second album was not as good as the first. I still prefer the first one 
I only listened to the second one like once, I think. But I, I feel like maybe he should give it a go as a more earnest country artist because fuck you, bitch. Like I mentioned last episode, mm. if you take out all the curses, it's just a damn good song. <laughs> you know, I, and I think Leanne said that he says that he writes these songs based on how he and his friends talk and how normal people just talk in life. And I feel like that is an exaggeration. And if your friends are talking like that, then that's unfortunate. It's just, I feel like it dilutes great music by doing that. Like you said, if you take all that out, you've got, maybe you have great music. I couldn't listen to it because it was just, it seemed like shock value to me. And I feel like, eh, I won't even give it a try because it's too much. And kudos to you and Leanne and whoever else is giving it a shot but it's just, it's definitely not my thing. And it's shocking that he loves Waylon and all of these these bands and artists that I fucking love. And he's, this has come out of it. So I can't imagine that his fans would even really be into all of those great artists. But anyhow, he asked, he asked the question, what is country music? I posed that question to Leanne. She said, does anyone really know? And I said, I guess you're right. I, I was thinking about it. I guess you're right. I imagine maybe no keyboard or pop beats or uh, hip hop crossover or anything. He was name dropping. That was kind of annoying to me. And then uh, his sniffing the whole time. Did he have allergies or a Hollywood cold? <laughs> and I do feel like I'm ripping him a new one. Maybe someone want to say something positive <laughs> in case uh, he I, listens. <laughs> I don't hate him. So that distinguishes me from Lisa. Um, no, I, I actually, speaking of that album, though, I didn't listen much to the new album he put up, but the first one, as someone who doesn't like country music, which maybe this is saying something, I really didn't enjoy the album. It was very funny, and also, there were some, like, catchy songs on it, but I don't know. I, I'm not, I've noticed from hearing his other interviews, um, even just with Allison, he, he has talked about, um, liking to fuck with people and being sort of, um, of an antisocial personality type a little bit, and I think... This whole thing is sort of the 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 fusion of someone who likes fucking with people and getting a rise out of people, and also someone who sincerely wants to do something, and they're both sort of mashed together, and that's how you end up with uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. But then, you know, at some point, does he become the person he's pretending to be? You're just parroting something, and then you become that thing, and I think, I feel like he's gotten to that point, but maybe he's just that good at tricking people. Well... That kind of made me think about other music that is considered, I guess, comedy, like Weird Al, mostly. How do you guys feel about him? Because even though, you know, some of the songs are okay, I, I don't seek that out. I don't seek it out, but I can respect it more because I think it's more honest to what it, about what it is. Maybe oh, he's I not really Weird Al in real life, but I mean, I... I I don't know. He kind of seems like he is, but if yeah, he, he's sincerely Al twenty four seven. Right. It does seem like it's just him, and that's the kind of music he wants to sing, and that's who he is. But I could be wrong. But I think, I think it's two. It's kind of it's similar, but I think it's two different things. I think he's more honest. This Wheeler fellow. I don't know. <laughs> Did you catch the part where he wanted to be a colonel? Uh, I caught the part where he was trying to trying to rip Colonel Jeff a new one, but it backfired on because Colonel Jeff is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) There's room for only one Colonel in that studio. Sorry, Ben. What would they call a female Colonel? Still Colonel. 
Lisa, you could be Colonel Lisa. Don't tease me. All auctioneers carry the title of Colonel. Really? Oh, uh, do you auction things? I yep. auction things on eBay. <laughs> there you go. But, <laughs> but Lee, we've talked about this. You've done this before. Yeah, I went to school for it. Okay, so you are a colonel. So you're our yep. very own Colonel Lee. Yeah, yeah, for about uh, 12 years. Do you keep the title forever, or is it something that yep. leaves? Really? What it is, yeah. Okay. Um, after the Civil War, the Confederate colonels were put in charge of getting rid of all of the assets of the Confederacy. So that's where auctioneers started to be referred oh. to as colonel, because traditionally it was the colonels uh, post-Civil War. That were, uh, and they use the standard auction method to get rid of the assets of the Confederacy, and it's continued ever since. So let's say that I wanted to sell my 1983 Volkswagen Rabbit GTI. How would that sound if you were to auction it off? Well, you'd you'd want to start pretty low and go up. <clears throat> An awful lot of it, you know, as you're reading a crowd, and you've got to look around and decide whether you've got a. Uh, a high bidding crowd, or someone's looking for a bargain. So if it's an estate sale, you're going to start down around two and a half dollars. Now two and a half, now would go five. Five, say seven and a half. Now seven and a half would go ten. There's ten. Now twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Now would go fifteen. And all auctioneering really is is organized counting and keeping track of where your bid's at and who's got your next bid. It's really that simple. That was amazing. I would trip over every single word. I could never be a colonel unless I married into just, it. Just sit around, count, learn to count by two and a halfs and fives and ones. So I got a dollar here, now would you go two? We got two, now would you go three? Three, now four? Four over here? Four over here? Four over here? Would you go four? And sit, or two and a half, now would you go five? Say seven and a half, now ten, I'll go twelve and a half, say fifteen. So it's just a lot of practice, 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 and counting, and then keeping track of where your last bid's at, so that person is actually bid at that number, and then you're aiming for the next higher number past that. Uh, I'm pretty upset that you think my 1983 Volkswagen Rabbit GTI is only worth $15. (laughs) You should be thankful for that, Rafi. That was pretty generous. Is it convertible? It's not a cabriolet, right? No, no, no. The GTI is not a cabriolet. Hey, basic car is the same thing. It's got got Recaro seats from the factory, Lisa. It has a golf ball shifter. Come on. It does sound like a sweet car. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Do you actually own this? I used to, and then I sold it back to my friend that I bought it from, and I can buy it from him whenever I want. For $16. Turbo? It's, uh, it's, so it was a 1.8 from the factory, but he swapped in a VR6. So he has six cylinders in that tiny little rabbit. 180, 200 horsepower, somewhere in that range. Probably, and it weighs nothing. It's just a old tub kind of corner like it's on rails <laughs> oh pretty woman god love ya yeah so uh big thumbs up to the to willie Wa- wheelie <laughs> willie walker jr sure <laughs> yeah that'd be better yeah big thumbs up to wheeler walker jr's country music mantra big thumbs down to his pile of crap music anywho <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope wow. Alice, this is not the episode Alice lot of, chooses to finally lot listen. Of, yeah, a lot of hot takes. She's going to be like, oh, I'm going to listen to PodFest. I'm going I'm to listen to this podcast before PodFest to, you know, get to know everyone. It's like, wow, <laughs> Lisa hates this show. Lisa hates this show and everyone who's on it. She's so fair. much Willy Wonka hate. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, you know how every once in a while during the live stream, she starts saying, oh, I really want to talk about something, but... I don't want to get back to people, even though none of us are going to say anything. But I would really love for her to 
dish a little dirt on how she really feels about some people. <laughs> yeah, I, she's so smart to not. Oh, it's yeah. just such a potential can of worms. Oh, but yeah, I'd love yeah. to hear. <laughs> I would just love to just really, you know, she alludes to some people here and there, but uh, yeah, I, I would like to know a little bit more about that. But shall we talk about the Thursday episode? Oh, here comes my uh, my accent from earlier, little Rafi. That ever, you guys will get to hear after. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. you gave me an idea for something I can do for a future episode, much like Allison says okay a lot. Mm-hmm. I might do a compilation of you. Oh, fuck. I don't like, even want... I, should I just stop talking forever? <laughs> Let's just yes. shut it down. Yes! <laughs> a unanimous <laughs> yes across the board. Uh, Daniel's intro was awesome great energy always clever uh we don't always mention it or talk about it but it's always good i can't i think it's really cool that he can come up with these things kind of it sounds like he does it on the fly but they're they're pretty great uh some people have a problem with him rushing the ending and at first i was on board but this week i went overboard too fast Ooh, great movie uh (laughs) (laughs) We were her little gummy worms. I feel like we've been that recently. And uh, worms are one of my most disgusting things in in the world. That word, saying it, hearing it, looking at them, not a big fan. Make them into gummy. It's somewhat okay, I guess. I don't know. God, let's pick this show up. What the fuck? Whatever became of your plan to... I have one of the Patreon supporters pick the carb. You know, Rafi keeps reminding me that I need to just make that happen. I don't know how I'm supposed to do that, but I just need to figure out how Allison can do it and put it to work for her. Maybe I just need to offer, I need to figure it out and then offer to do that. Because I think, I think she would like that. She seemed like she was getting bored of it and she seemed interested in the idea and then it kind of just went away. Of course, she's got a book, a new baby, Everything else that she does, a new podcast or whatever, you know, all these things. So it's probably the last thing on her list. So if we can come up with a way to do it, like some well, sort of a lottery the- system or, or if she honestly, if she just sent me a list of all the supporters and I would literally pull the names out of a, a hat, I would do it, you know, legitimately. <laughs> but I think there's software that can do the same job. There's the Patreon only Instagram account, too. Huh? It's like first well, yeah, there's that Instagram thing that's just for Patreon supporters. Oh, the um, Patreon Lens. Lens, yes. I was like, what? <laughs> what do I not know about? Oh, right. I was lens. just thinking this, this first, you know, when she posts on there, first person to reply. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Because she, she doesn't post that often on there, and that would be kind of neat to... That's a great idea. All right. I'm going to take it as my own and send it to her. No, I'm just kidding. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe I'll wait for you to contact her first. And then if that doesn't work, no. I'll tell, I'll tell no, her you have you a great idea. Grab the bull by the horns. There's an executive decision. It's yours. Go. All right. Done. Uh, David's David Huntsberger and Annie Letterman were back on. And I really enjoyed her this time. I think I was negative Nelly the last time she was on. And, I thought she was fucking hilarious today. She reminds me of a female Greg Heller. Yeah. Oh, have they ever been on together? 
I don't know. I don't think that they no. have. No, I'm going to say no. I don't think so. That would be an Annie, interesting crossover. Yeah, Annie was never on the Thursday show until a couple of weeks ago, but she did the Bumbershoot podcast, like the bonus oh, episode. Oh, right. Um, but yeah, I don't think she and Greg were ever on together. Okay, that would be interesting. I wonder how Greg's doing. Why don't we get updates from him? Jeez. Ooh, now that's an idea. You should tell her that. All right. We also need... Writing that down. We need yeah. the Greg Hiller updates. Um, I met Annie Letterman, and that was the first day that I met Daniel, Alan, Jenna at Bumbershoot, and you know I hung out with Megan. You know what's crazy is you got to meet all these people and do all these things, and now none of them are on the show anymore, and we all think we're <laughs> going to have all this time to meet these people, and it just goes away. It just dissolves. Like, no. So live it up, chuckles. Life is temporary, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, Rafi just goes to her recording studio slash home. Yeah, how comfortable is her couch, little Rafi? Um, I did not sit on the couch. I just Mm -hmm. went straight into dining room studios. You just collected hairs off of it for your Allison pillow? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was about to say something that could have been taken the wrong way, so I'm going to move on. All right. Uh, yeah, David's science knowledge was pretty impressive. I forgot. Doesn't he have a science podcast? Yeah, I <laughs> think Professor he's got Brent one. It was uh, a very sciencey show. And his current one, he talks to smart people. Mm, maybe he can talk uh, more articulate about how important it is to save bees. Because it really is. Instead of just saying epidemic three times and, and acting like I didn't remember what word I said. Okay. Apiary. Uh, Bees knees coming coming to podcasts everywhere soon. Thanks to Scott Marquez for the idea. The tongue sensor for for uh, blind people. I thought that was very interesting. Uh, well, did anyone else catch the Princess Bride reference? I missed uh, it. Oh, I caught that there was a reference, but I yeah. Oh, oh, that was yeah. I've never I've never seen the movie, what? which causes. Thank you. I was about to say that causes everyone to freak out every time I say it. Thank you for proving my point. Um, <laughs> particularly women. Like, they're like, oh my god, you've never seen Princess? Like, yes, I've never seen Princess Bride. I'm sorry. Um, I did pick up that there was some sort of reference just from Osmosis, but I didn't know what, what scene or character it was related to. Yeah, when Wesley uh, uh, catches the princess, gets her away from Vazini, and she asks, who are you? And he replies, I'm no one to be trifled with. Oh, I didn't hear. I didn't. I don't even remember that from the movie, and I've seen it many times. Well, Rafa, yeah. did you catch that? I have not seen that movie either. What? I didn't catch the reference. <laughs> well, because um, you're not but, psychic? <laughs> sorry, so well, I've covered Star Wars nerd, auctioneering, and Princess Bride. Triple threat, Lee. Yeah. That's why I got married so late. Girls aren't attracted to me. You know, there there are some movies that people, even though you haven't seen them, you still know everything about the movie, you know? So this True. is apparently not one of them. But today at work, a guy told me he's never seen The Godfather. We were eating cannolis. And I was like, how have you never seen The Godfather? Uh, beep, and, beep, beep. Can we back up really exactly. quick? <laughs> we were eating cannolis. You're eating- can you yes, lay, thank this, you. lay this scene out for me? Because <laughs> is this, a, this is a lunch break with a coworker. No. So we oh. apparently, in a, 
employee appreciation uh, meal for lunch today. Every Thursday they feed us, but every now and then they feed us different shit. Um, <laughs> so we were in this room, and I guess for dessert they had cannolis. I, did, I, I should say, I did not eat one because it looked like crap. Mm. Uh, I had like sprinkles on it and whatnot, so sprinkles. I prefer a more authentic oh. dessert. Um, you know you shared one. one. You met in the middle. No, no, no. He, he like was Lady in the Tramp? Yes. <laughs> he says, mm, this is good. I'm like, you've never had a cannoli? And he says, no. And I'm like, you've seen The Godfather, right? And he's like, no, what's that? And I damn near lost my shit. Wow, that's a, that's not like, no, I haven't seen The Godfather. He said, what's that? <laughs> yeah, what? exactly. Wait, how old is he? Uh, He's got to be pushing 48, maybe. What? Inconceivable. Okay. That's yeah. Is he from like the Czech Republic or something? Like, is there a story? <laughs> He's from Mississippi. Uh, it's not good enough. <laughs> I was gonna say there, there's some backwoods there. I don't know. <laughs> Does he wear shoes? <laughs> of course, we all have to wear steel toe boots, Lisa. It's a dangerous environment. Are there holes in his to- steel toes? <laughs> Do his toes wiggle out? Uh, um, is his name? Maybe Peter? his sister never made him cannolis. That's very true. <laughs> um, wow. Okay. Well, I guess you guys need to watch that together and share another plate of cannolis. No, I'm not gonna show them what a real cannoli tastes like. Am I coworkers. right? Oh, Jesus Christ, Lisa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So neat and tidy. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So Allison's just now figured out that she's been going the long way to her therapist. <laughs> I feel like I just... Okay, this is a project for Maggie Poo. Superfan Megan, you like to do documentaries. This is your thing. We need to go... And I'm going to... I'm tagging myself along with this because it's my idea. But we need to ghost Allison and just like follow her, her daily routine. I want to see what the hell's going on in Allison's life. I want to follow her... We don't need to, like, chit-chat. Let's just see what's really going on. I want to, like, witness all of these things happening. Yeah, you don't have to tell her you're following her. Just <laughs> go ahead and get a camera and just go around, you know, for her daily routine. <laughs> That's how it usually works. And little Rafi knows her address, so we're good. I find it funny that she still has issues with going to the therapist, but now I think she's figuring it out. I did like the conversation that it led to with all the... That they were just testing her out like she's the mouse t- trying to get the cheese in the maze or something. I did... Uh, so Huntsberger mentioned that he, he's never it's never occurred to him to see people like passing by multiple times that they might be lost. He just thought they were like, you know, had some business to attend <laughs> oh. to. And uh, Annie Letterman mentioned the same thing, like when she was young, she would, you know, go pass by boys or whatever. And it, that's also like I had that realization like a couple months ago, like at 33 years old or whatever. It's like, oh, sometimes people want to be around you and will find excuses to run into you like like, from age 0 to 33, it never occurred to me that that would happen. But then I ran into someone, like, four times in one day at work, and I was like, oh, is this, is something going on? Did he or she have a plate of cannoli? It was a security guard. I had to leave the building. It was just not what I thought, <laughs> but the thought did occur to me. <laughs> I definitely had that happen to me once where I realized it. But in general, I usually think, God, this fucking person's lost. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, and I've also been that person where 
it's super obvious that I'm trying to just mosey on past, like probably Friday night of the Podfest at 4 p.m. I'm probably going to be moseying around this uh, one room where someone might be doing a little thing going on. Did any of you catch that? That sounds really creepy and nonspecific (laughs) if people don't know what you're talking about. She's talking about the men's room at the airport for all you guys. Of course. Yeah. Colonel Jeff is having a thing at Podfest around four on Friday. So he said, come on down. I I assume he was talking to me. (laughs) That's how these podcasts work, right? I didn't hear it on mine, so I think he was communicating directly with you. I knew it. Uh, I'd be curious to know what he's teaching there. I definitely could use some lessons. All right. All right, lady. You're a married woman. Calm down. Seriously? I'm telling you, I'm actually starting to get like really nervous about anybody saying anything about it, about Jeff because literally my husband knows none of this. Oh, and- God. That's a healthy sign. <laughs> he knows zero of any of this. And uh, so, yeah. So that'll be interesting where he'll be like, hmm, so Jeff, huh? I did check the schedule. There's a bunch of stuff going on. There's like three different, like, uh, not speeches, seminars or whatever yes, that's, um, that's around the, the same time on Friday. Of. I think he's going to be at the tech one, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, there's one on, like, monetizing Patreon. I don't think he's that one. I and was trying to deduce between the three also. I thought, ah, I think it was the last one. <laughs> whatever the last one was that lasts from, like, one till ten. Oh, no. That's that's like the open podcast studio thing oh yeah he's not gonna be there for nine hours waiting for colonel jeff (laughs) (laughs) with my notepad and my pen i'm here to learn (laughs) oh boy uh yeah so uh i'm so excited for podfest we talked a little bit about it before we recorded uh sorry during the intro that rafi and i did and uh there are two seats available to come have dinner with us at the palm if anybody's interested and at 7 p.m on saturday and, uh, yeah, that'll be awesome. Anywho, where are we at? Stop saying anywho. Fuck. And stop saying fuck. All right. Yeah, you're up to, like, 12 fucks. I, I assume that's the super cut Rafi was talking about. Maybe. Maybe we need to have a drinking game for that one. Little Rafi, I could have sworn that this was a Seinfeld episode. I had to ask Mike, and he couldn't remember, and I don't know if I'm starting to mix up my episodes. I feel like that would be the end of me if I'm forgetting Seinfeld episodes but annie's hollywood video date offer and then the guy ended up dying didn't that happen to elaine or am i mixing this up um there's jake jarmel who ends up in the hospital i'm mixing it with someone else then some other show then i thought she was going on a blind date and the guy ended up not showing up and she called and she and then there was he was dead so they had to go to the funeral it's it's got to be something other show that i'm mixing it up with then also suze ends up dead and they (laughs) elaine and jerry go to her funeral oh suze (laughs) but i don't think susie (laughs) i don't think completely uh seinfeld one episode no all right well, I mix it up. Uh, it's a horrible story, though. Annie was really funny about it, though, and really made a lot of uh, made a lot of fun of, of it. <laughs> so they talked about MySpace. I couldn't miss MySpace more. The more and more things get, just <sighs> Facebook is so crappy. I hate Twitter's. At least I can understand it, but it's not. It's just not the same. And I realize I'm old in thinking that I'm missing MySpace, but anybody else? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got on MySpace like six months before everyone stopped using MySpace. Because uh, I was like, oh, this is stupid. Who cares? And then I finally got on it, and it was like, oh, we're all going to Facebook, guys. And everyone marched over to Facebook. 
And then I was like, oh, Facebook's stupid. Who cares? <laughs> and then <laughs> luckily I, I got on there before everyone left, which still hasn't happened yet. But yeah, I I, I don't know. It would, it would be interesting if MySpace was like some cool new thing, which they did like redesign their website and everything, but I don't really ever think about MySpace because it was never a thing for me. I forget about it, but when it gets brought up and I think about... I think it was Annie that was saying that the top eight was a gold mine in jokes. And it really was a thing where you go on, it's like, oh, who's in your top eight? And, you you know, and if you're in someone else's and of course, it didn't really matter. It wasn't any celebrities, but like my closest friends were there and it was, I don't know, when my friends and I get together, we're real assholes to everybody. So be, we were all in the top eight together and we we're like, fuck everybody. <laughs> That's going to go in the super cut. Uh, little Rafi, MySpace. Um, I was like Trice. I was like, everyone's on here. This is stupid. Also, making your MySpace page look cool was like way too hard to do. So I was like, not even going to fuck with any of that. I Um, remember like you had to look, you're typing in codes and like having to, (laughs) but it was so much fun to change the background. And I used to do the same thing she did. Depending on my mood, I would have different music then you could do playlists which was fun and then doing the background was fun but it was just so much more private with still not being private like you can still it's i don't know it wasn't like my grandma wasn't on there it was much like i could be much more myself than i can on facebook where i feel like i can't really be myself i don't know lee myspace never got on so you're the coolest one Sorry, I'm not cool. I'm probably just older than everyone else, and it passed me by. We need something new. We need something different, and not stupid Instagram, Snapchat. I don't like either of those. Oh, so that was my question. Does everyone have, like, a preferred social media platform? Because they were kind of talking about, um, like, Annie thinks Facebook is stupid and people hate Instagram or whatever. Well, I hate Facebook, but, but I also like it. There are certain parts about it that I really enjoy, but then there are certain parts that, I, honestly, as much as I've hated it, I just have avoided all the things that I hate about it. So it's making it easier. I don't go into the news feed. I don't look at anything that's going on there because, you know, because of especially the post that they were talking about, the uh, the Facebook forced interaction trolling comments. And I know I made fun of this before. The, I made the share if you agree one was just making fun of the people that do like the completely ridiculous post and then say share if you agree and it's like i literally like make the jack off motion and then like turn off facebook (laughs) a little rafi let's hear your thoughts on facebook (laughs) i hate facebook i don't particularly like instagram snapchat i keep saying i'm gonna delete it which i think i'm after hearing all the social media talk on this episode i think i might just do that tonight but my preferred one would be twitter and now we get 280 characters, and I don't know how I feel about that yet. Wait, okay. I feel like Mark Frost tweeted about something like that, and I thought he was talking about something else. So that actually just happened. I'm totally out of the loop. Yeah. Uh, now we have, like, double the character limit. doesn't uh, really change much, it's but funny, still I, my preferred. I wanted, I so wanted that before because I hate putting C-U-Z instead of because, but... Also, I'm kind of used to it now. And I, it is my preferred. I didn't say that. I do like Twitter best because people that you... I can really... Well, I can be almost my 100% self there. <laughs> minus all my racist stuff. Uh, Lee, what's your preferred? 
I know about your secret racist <laughs> accounts, Lisa. Don't don't play it off. You're on anti-black Twitter. I just I put all the pictures of my corgi on Instagram, so I just use the corgi for Instagram fodder. Uh, Twitter. Sometimes I'll try out some jokes on Twitter and read other people's stuff, and then for general interaction, just use a lot of face hole. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to get away from it because it is nice to interact with people. It's just certain parts of it just kind of suck. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting used to it now. I still don't really understand why we need Instagram because every single person shares it on Facebook. So, and every one of my Facebook friends that I don't really want to interact with on Facebook are asking to be my friend on Instagram, and I just don't. I just ignore it because I just don't. It's, it's too much. I don't need to be fake friends with so many people. And by the way, I looked up Allison's Instagram number. It's 22,000, I think it is. And she says she's been that way for two years. I wonder how real it is. How could the number not change? Well, when the number gets that big, it has to change by a thousand one way or another before it even shows up. See, that's what I was thinking. Okay. She just needs to understand. Oh, interesting. She's verified now. So... That should be something she's excited about. Yeah. That's a lot of people following you. It really is. I look at how many people. That's the other thing. You have 22,000 however many people following you. And you post something and you get. Maybe she gets what? 300 likes? Maybe 1,000? Who are all these other people? If you're following her, why aren't you liking every damn thing that she puts out? It is weird. And you look at her followers on. uh, For her personal. I forgot how many she has on Twitter. But it's. A lot. And her the show has much less, which is kind of interesting. I don't know how that works. Maybe there are a lot of bots like she was talking about before. I'm not sure how any of it works. I don't know how fucking anything works in the whole world. Hey, little Rafi, cut that fuck right out. <laughs> if you think 22,000 or her 83.6 thousand Twitter followers is a lot, Taylor Swift has 103 million followers on Instagram. What kind of bullshit is that? Those have to be robots. Those aren't real people. It has to be. And what? Well, half of them are country, half of them are pop. (laughs) No, about a third are her (laughs) ex-boyfriends. They're all alter egos. They're all like Chris Gaines. Yes, and Wheeler Walker. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, jeez. You've made your point, Lisa. I really don't like him. I'm sorry. I don't know what's wrong with me. Ugh. I don't like people that take themselves so seriously when they're not even real. Ugh. All right. God, I need to start. Hey, don't trifle with me. All right. I will not. No, we all know you're not here to be trifled with. That's very true. Oh, trifling. Someone that says don't trifle with me, depending on who it is. Like they were saying, if it was someone in high school saying that to you, Them's fighting words, and that guy's going to get an atomic wedgie. But if it's an adult saying it to you, I feel like you're going to be on a list. (laughs) And there's a rifle next to the list. (laughs) Yeah, it seems slightly like unabomery or something. Like, Like the fact that he's choosing those words means he's a little bit off. Like he doesn't understand normal human interaction. Just like if, if someone like bumps into you and like, I am not to be trifled with. Like that's you're already crazy. You're there's a ninety percent chance something's wrong with you. Oh yeah, that's someone that has Klingon swords and ninja swords hanging on the wall as decorations. One hundred percent. 
Yeah, I was thinking someone that would say this would either be, they could be either like some guy with a curly mustache in a tweed jacket, or it could be a school what? shooter. What? So there's like a lot of range. <laughs> I was picturing but, picturing a Dungeons and Dragons fellow in a, in a duster, but. See, and I was just going Princess Bride. <laughs> it's Carrie Elway's. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, I totally missed that one. Wow. So <laughs> Allison definitely has a phone addiction, but based on most of the questionnaire, I'm pretty sure most of the world also has an addiction to their phones. I think I could say no to two of those things, the last two. I definitely leave my phone at home, and I, if I'm out with my friends or out to dinner, I usually just leave my phone at home, or at least put away somewhere, because it's. I still find it rude, and maybe I'm just old. But, uh, Lil Rafi, are you addicted to your phone? According to that quiz, I am. And I don't like it. Maybe we need to do something in solidarity. Let's eat some more cannolis and stop playing with our phones. I was going to um, say, silly cannolis. All right, T.S., are you addicted to your phone? Uh, no. No, I'm normal and good. Uh, what about you? No, um, I, yeah. I don't know. I look at my phone too much. I guess, but I mostly, when I take my phone with me, I'm always listening to something usually, so mm. it's, I don't, I do check my phone all the time, but I, I would be more bummed out, like, taking, like, a long walk or something without something to listen to, um, but I don't know, I like, sort of like David Huntsberger was saying, like, if for some reason there was an excuse not to have my phone, or if I forgot it somewhere, and I had something else to do, I would be probably kind of happy about it. I would feel the same way. When I do go on walks, I will take my phone with me only for emergency sake. I don't take it out of my pocket and look at it. I just keep it with me with my pocket knife. I have two things that I carry with me, but I hopefully don't have to use either of them. It's just for safety reasons. But yeah, if there's an excuse to not have to use my phone, I'm so much more happy. So maybe we need to figure out a way to, I don't know who was talking about it on, maybe it was Megan doing a phone timeout or doing something. I mean, Allison's got a new baby. She needs to focus on him. And Lee, you don't have a cell phone, correct? I don't. My wife has one that I borrow if I'm traveling, so I've got something in case of a breakdown. But nope, I don't have a cell phone. So how often do you check social media? Well, if there's Wi-Fi, you know, I've got an iPod and I'll poke around. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, if there's public Wi-Fi or something, I'll have a look. Still too much. I'm sure, you know, as far as that goes, if I'm putzing around the yard or in the garage, I'm sure I'm just as bad as anyone that carries a cell phone. Okay. So you're so you're just like all of us. Yep. So uh, two comments. David Huntsberger's baby scrotum double take was funny. And Annie left her watch in $150 by accident <laughs> on a bad date. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> both of those things, it's like they both... They both were very good on the show, and they both have, every single time, they have these stories where you think, where, what life are you guys living? This is just your normal, everyday occurrence. You just have these things happening constantly, and they're hilarious. If Annie were a guy, and, like, she had a one-night stand with someone and left, like, 250 bucks or something, and, and like, a watch, wouldn't you be like, oh, the woman would think that he thought she was an escort or something, right? Like oh. if you slept with someone and then left a bunch, of, like a right. wad of money behind. You're like, thank you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you nailed that one, Trice. I do what I can, thank you. It was almost uh, like a reverse Costanza, the by Menon. 
Because he was Snapchatting pictures of her stuff. What the hell? This guy is creepy. That was weird. How about just return it or just that... keep it? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe return it. Well, yeah, let's go with that one. <laughs> so do, do any of you guys randomly leave big wads of cash laying around? Because that's, I felt almost kind of bad. But do we need to get any Letterman a bank account or something? I think a bank account. Oh, Oh, I was going to say, if she was at PodFest, we could get her, like, a money clip or something, but she would just lose the whole clip, apparently. Uh, yeah. Every once in a while, debit I have money. Debit card? Yeah, debit card. There you like go. Like a 1990s, like, chain wallet? <laughs> that just took me down many memory, much of a memory lane there. Little Rafi, you consider people with cash poor. So, what do you think about Annie just laying money all over the Hmm. I have lost money maybe twice in my life and each time it's like a big bummer just because I it happens so rarely to me so I can't imagine how she lives her life this way but it is uh, kind of on brand for her because when I think about her she seems like the kind of person that is constantly losing things in random places I agree it is on brand for her it, she seems kind of yeah like someone that would lose wads of money everywhere and you said it just right. How does she live this way? She is living this way. She could choose not to, but she's not. We need to do the chain wallet thing with an A on it. By the way, yeah, uh, her parents named her Anne Frank. Her Jewish parents <laughs> named her Anne Frank. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that to your only daughter? <laughs> we need to have them on the show and ask what in the hell's going on with them. So, Jen and Al update. Jenna could be giving birth as we speak. Her due date is uh, September 30th, so that could be any time. She could be in labor right now. Apparently, there's not been a lot of Instagram or Twitter updates, so everyone's thinking it could be happening. And Lee and TS, I don't know if you've gotten to weigh in on name guesses. Wait, TS, you did, oh, didn't you? Yeah. I don't think so. No, no, you didn't. Okay, name guesses from the two of you. Oh, it's... Obviously, it's going to be Sarah Lee. <laughs> Nobody doesn't like Sarah Lee. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, or I did say it was going to be Sarah, but Sarah Lee? Are you kidding me? That's great. <laughs> so uh, Mormons t- typically, commonly, give their kids sort of unique-sounding names. Um, Let's not be and they seem now. Listen, I, <laughs> I, I know when I'm saying something crazy, unlike someone on this podcast. Um <laughs> But no, uh, not. I don't mean that in any sort of critical way. Um, but I mean, they seem to be pushing back against that a little bit. They seem to be like mm. trying to lean in to, to, I don't know, trying to whitewash it a little bit, even though I don't think you can over... Anyway, let's not go there. But oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it gets whiter than Mormonism is what I was going to say. So, but, wh- um, so white they're clear. <laughs> so my first thought was just like, Chris Anthony or something weird like that, but it's probably going to be like, like Jill. Joe, they're going to have two boy names. <laughs> Jill, girls. I said. Oh, I don't even like Joe would Joe. be funny. Not only is this baby going to oh, be Diane, like Sarah Lee, Diane. but they're going to have a third baby. It's going to oh, be yeah. a boy named Robert. <laughs> uh, so uh, they're not going to be Nabisco. They're going to be Sarah Lee. Is that what you're saying? T.S. They're going to like be a little bit more normal. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean, ma'am. Um, but yeah, I think they're going, yeah, I think they're leaning hard towards, uh, conventional. Yeah. 
So, Lee, you're thinking they're going to be naming their baby Robert Lee? Well, that's the third child. It'll okay. be Robert Lee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my first boyfriend's name was Robert Lee. <laughs> Big surprise. Bobby. Big surprise. Bobby Lee. He had a... She didn't even meet him. She looked him up in the phone book. She just wanted to find a Robert E. Lee super bad after she found out about the Confederacy and their beliefs. His bike was a Confederate. Damn it, Bobby. His bike was a Confederate. That flag. boy's not right. Deuce of Hazard bike. <laughs> For real. Sounds about right. Yeah. We lived in Texas. He was my next door neighbor. His sister's name? Guess what her, his sister's name was? Roberta? You're never going to guess. The exact same name as me. <laughs> Lisa Ann. Oh. <laughs> huh. Yeah. So we used to joke about if I married him and she married my brother, we would just trade last names. <laughs> yeah. That was when, okay, this is another thing I have in common with Allison. She was called Big Al. Uh, I was Big Lisa because she was Little Lisa. And our street ran a tight ship. There's, there weren't going to just be two Lisas, so yay. It's not a good nickname for a girl. Yeah. Frankly, I, it's not good for guys either. Like if you're like a 12-year-old boy and someone calls you Big something, it's like, hey, man. Um, but yeah, big Elisa's not, no. not great. Big, big Elisa's coming down. That would say it like that too. Big Elisa's coming down the street. <laughs> yeah, shaking the sidewalk, big Lisa. <laughs> Setting off car alarms. There were no car alarms Wasn't... then, but yeah, so I like Kool-Aid manned it all the way down the street. Oh. He's always the opposite with the guys. The 400 pound guy gets named Tiny. Right. Yeah, but you wouldn't want like an ironic tiny as a girl either like if you're like a bigger girl it's like oh, hey look at tiny over there <laughs> yeah that's never been spoken of me you know i i pay attention to the ads the ads are paying the bills i thought the home air filter uh, uh subscription service was actually kind of a neat business model that is i do mine on through amazon already and i do change my filter when i'm supposed to but that is a really good idea to have because people do forget about that yeah just have it show up and like, oh, yeah, I got to over and ch- change that. Especially, you know, we've got cats and bunnies and dogs all in the house. So the filters are just, I'm changing them once a month. That's just smart. That's just damn smart. I am their customer. I need to. <laughs> like, oh, that brilliant. <laughs> that is good. I know we talked about on Facebook. I think it was Becky. We we're talking about we need to come up with the next thing. What's going to be the next monthly subscription, you know, the box of dildos is taken and now the air filters is taken. Like what's going to be the next thing and we need to get in on it before it happens. Didn't you guys, weren't you guys talking on Twitter about like a box of like rats or bears or something? Like there was some, some uh, plan on like sending uh, a subscription box of like live dangerous animals when they open was, them, they'd attack you. What happened is shout out to you, Toby, but he tweeted something that said Molly. no, it said it was supposed to say mauling, but he he made a typo in the beginning of the sentence. The one that he went and I got that tweet, but I was like, eh, I'm pretty sure he means to say something else. So I'm not going to like it. And then he sent what he meant to say, but then it turned maulings into mailings <laughs> about cats. And I said, oh, that'd be an interesting new service, a cat cat mauling mailing. And then you mentioned the, the box of snakes. I mean, was it the Omaha snakes? The Omaha snakes. <laughs> It's not bad. It's like the bag of dicks. It's like the... Which, couple things. I'm surprised I haven't sent that to anyone yet. And slightly surprised I haven't received one. Mm, I like the idea of mailing feral cats to people. They open it and then like, it's spring-loaded so the cats just come flying at them. Uh, uh, 
Uh, what do I got? Oh, so uh, Andy Letterman was talking about um, <laughs> doing online dating, but just creating a completely fictional version of someone in your head, and then being disappointed when you meet the real person because it's like your dream person died. Um, I thought that was very That's funny. That's like Sue's dying. <laughs> Annie Letterman was on the Crab Feast, so if you want Annie Letterman, more Annie Letterman, check that out. I liked Daniel's horse and rider analogy for the brain. Oh, from Monday, I got uh, the country music theory about people having allergies, and that's why country music sounds that way. Uh, that was interesting. <laughs> that was interesting, and I didn't, I didn't hear him sniffing until later, and I'd forgotten that he talked about the allergies, and maybe that's why they had that twang, uh, but... And then I just started hearing the sniff, and I just kept thinking, what is this guy doing? <laughs> he seems like he would do coke. Also, high school reunions. Uh, has anyone ever been to one of those? I have no need or use. Well, the high school I graduated from doesn't have reunions. But the other two high schools that I did go to, I... No. I have no... No. When I started drinking and going to bars and I ran into all the people from high school that I hated, I'm like, so this is pretty much like a reunion I never need to go to. Thanks. Pass. Lee? Oh, real simple. Uh, no need to go. If they haven't changed, they're jerks. If they have changed, they're strangers. <laughs> Interesting. I like that, Rafi. <laughs> Uh-oh. Someone's asleep. You have to wake him up. Taking a giant oh. pee. <laughs> that doesn't mean... That could be interpreted multiple ways, what you just said. <laughs> could it? Yeah, yeah, it could. Uh, you'll figure it out in the edit. I, um, I will. But <laughs> other Maybe stuff. Maybe he's drinking uh, off. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's um, cannolis with his co-worker. Well, Wheeler Walker Jr. had some ideas about that. He has some songs about, you know, sometimes it's better just to stay in and, you know, uh, attend to your own needs. Be the master of your own domain in the language right. of your people. Um, anyway. It's the only way you're going to truly be satisfied. Let's be honest. What? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, just more show-related stuff to the Alice and Rose show. Um, uh, oh, buying CDs versus streaming and stuff. I still will buy CDs, um, but I'll usually, like, get them on eBay or somewhere cheap just so I have a physical copy. And then if I want, like, MP3s to listen to, I'll just rip the CDs. Um, and every once in a while, I'll buy something, like, from an artist just so they get money. So I'll go to their website and, you know, spend an extra five bucks on getting a CD instead of getting it on Amazon or whatever. That's nice. Uh, I don't... Five bucks to buy a CD. You could just find that laying in the grass. <laughs> ah. I have a theory about that, but maybe it just has to do with my neighborhood. I'm pretty sure one of our neighbors is a drug dealer. And I walked by one day, and there was a $5 bill out in the middle of their grass. They're Walmart people, if if you know what I mean. The lady that lives there wasn't sure if she was a man or a woman until I saw her her un unbrasiered top jiggling around under her house dress. But there was a five dollar bill in the middle of there, and I thought maybe that's something where like person puts money down and then they come back later and like there's something sitting there. Is that like too much of a stretch? It it has the potential to go wrong very easily. Like if someone's <laughs> oh I'll pick up buy this five bucks, yeah. <laughs> Or just picks up a bag of drugs. You're leaving criminal right. evidence on your lawn well, all the time. Okay. So The next time you're over here, or maybe I'll just take a picture of their situation. They have kind of like a hedge. So you have to kind of go into the yard to get it or something. Also, there have been some drug deals slash other kind of mm, sex acts going on in the neighborhood that we're pretty sure are connected to that house. 
So uh, that's why I'm leaning that way. Well, we'll have feral to get into that later. Also. They have feral cats. I mean, come on. Are the cats doing drugs also? Probably. Okay. I like to blanket judge people. If you haven't I had noticed that. Yeah, I uh-huh. I don't know. This is my first time thinking or saying anything about that. If you saw, <laughs> yeah, if you saw five dollars laying on the ground, if you were in Hollywood or L.A., I would think it's a joke and it's fake, or there's something mm-hmm. on it that's I'm being set up. If it's somewhere else, I'd pick it up and be excited about it. I'm still excited about finding a dollar if I found it. These rich people. Turning their nose up to five dollars. Yeah. There's a fishing string attached. You're just waiting for that thing to just leap out of your hand as soon as you go yes. to reach for it. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, there was like a fake twenty dollar bill on the ground, but it was some sort of advertising scheme for some church or something. It was like, mm. if you want a real reward, come visit blah 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 church. Oh my gosh, like, we got some of those. You're not ones gonna too. get. Yes. You're, you're gonna make people very upset. Like that's not gonna work yeah, the way you think it's gonna, gonna work. Burn down your church with your crappy yeah, money. Invitation to throw rocks is what <laughs> yes. that is. And are we just gonna gloss over the fact that little Ruffy's fucking asleep? <laughs> is he? I don't think he is. He is not. I think he just. Me. Hopefully, it's not a you know some sort of medical emergency. Get well soon, buddy. Oh, like a blown out anus. That's not the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, that was, was down the rollaways. Yeah, I am working on my third single malt scotch right now, so ah. my apologies, everybody. Meanwhile, yeah, you Raphael are is concocting the Rafa-rita. Oof. <laughs> so you can have some Rafa-ria later. Um, this should really go things. on and on of me just laughing yeah. at you guys and just like not doing anything to direct anything. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I, you're you're in a good mood, except when you're angry and lashing out at someone about something. I love you, Wheeler Walker. Do you, you son of a bitch? All right. Uh, uh, I don't know what that. I really don't know what I'm doing anymore. Uh, I hope Brittany, if you're listening right now, that you enjoyed that t- tiny tidbit. I think we should talk about. Uh, Chemos. Lee, lay it on me. Oh, Icy Bridges, Lisa Mercedes. <laughs> there was actually a character in Ally McBeal called uh, uh, Lisa Satera, and the character was named after a, uh, I think it was a, it was, was it a Cadillac Satera? Toyota Satera? Anyway, the Satera, and their ad said Lisa Satera for three ninety nine a month, and they actually named a character based on uh, that, uh, that uh, commercial. That's hilarious. I mean, seriously, all I love, first of all, Ray Morgan, shout out to you. You're the one that sent this in. Uh, this is something that has pl- plagued me, I guess you could say, if that's really that strong of a word that I need to use. But uh, my whole life, every commercial, like my ears peer up because I'm like, Lisa? Oh, no. Like the TV's talking to me, apparently. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Carol Ann and this poltergeist. Uh, yeah, so it's definitely something that has been a thing. Where I think, what are they saying? Oh, it's Lisa. Uh, got it. Uh, it took a while for me to figure that out. <laughs> I didn't know that there was a character on that show. I could have sworn I watched that show, but that was also the JMO I, I picked because I'm like, yeah, of course I'm going to yeah. talk about that one because. <laughs> and the slow children signs always make me giggle. <laughs> me too. <laughs> cool. So we're all assholes. T.S. Do you do that too? <laughs> no, I'm a pretty good person over here. Mm. Speaking of slow children, what do you think about that, Rafi? <laughs> I we could really fuck with them a lot more than we are now. By the way, could um you Lisa you have 
you got the Cal Worthington commercials, right? Do you remember those? Yeah. Uh, Lee, do you have any idea who Cal Worthington was? No. So I, I got him up here. He was like a... I guess he just, I don't know what his background was, but he owned a bunch of, like, car dealerships and would have, like, these low-budget TV commercials. <laughs> they were which the were, Because, <laughs> yeah, because they all came out in, like, you know, 70s, 80s, early 90s or whatever. Like, they all, they just have a certain look to them. Like, if you look them up on YouTube, they look, like, janky and oh, yeah. and old. I, and I feel like they were, sh- they, you would see them during, like, Price is Right. Yeah, or, like, during the day, like, if you yes. were home from school or something. Exactly. Yeah. When I'm home sick from school is when I was watching Price is Right. Yeah, and he had, like, this theme song was, like, if you need a something, something, go see Cal. When I was a kid, I thought he was saying pussy cow for some reason. It Me sounded, too. Yeah, I think that's a, a common thing. I feel like my whole childhood was pussy cow, pussy cow, pussy cow. <laughs> Thank like, you. What is a pussy cow? I didn't actually ask the question. I just thought well, that's a cool song. And I also thought yeah, maybe I wouldn't that tiger you just accept was, everything. You're right. Like, yeah. It was yeah. maybe the tiger that pussy he cow, was yeah. climbing around on his... Because he always had, always had some exotic animal climbing around on these vehicles. And I, I think I thought that those their names were Pussy Cow. Instead of saying, like, Pussy Cat, they're saying Pussy Cow, which makes no sense, but I accepted it. Yeah, so that, that's my roundabout way of my relating to that uh, the JMO about, you know, Lisa Mercedes or whatever. So, big, big Lisa Mercedes and her Pussy Cow. Well, I mean... She's a, a cow. We probably don't want to call her that, but everyone knows. <laughs> we already up. got the big in there. Might as well just add it all together. Big Lisa, thundering <laughs> down the sidewalk. Uh, I found little Lisa on MySpace. Going back to that, and I had found some picture of her. And I sent her it, and it was a picture of her doing cross eye. I'm like, hey, remember 1983? It was pretty rad. Living next door to you, Lisa Ann. All right, uh, TS JMO. Oh, JMO. I do not have any JMOs. Well, that makes it a lot easier because I know Lil Rafi's just chomping at the bit to share his JMO. Lil Rafi? Me, 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 me. You know what would be really sad is if he had himself on mute and then it, something broke and he couldn't turn it off. Oh, that would be very funny. But he didn't text me or send a message, so hopefully he's not See, dead because I feel really Yeah, bad. my mind immediately goes to like, oh, he had like an aneurysm and he's dead and we're just making fun of him. Luckily, I'm editing, so I can cut all the mean stuff out. Well, I'll leave you guys being mean, and if you guys do anything. That Broccoli Spears is a real performer. <laughs> Sorry, I took a sip, and I almost choked on my whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they had a song, uh, she had a song that's fairly popular. Uh, Oops, I Dipped You in Cheese Again. Oh, my God. I think that's what little Rafi's doing to his little Broccoli Spear at the moment. <laughs> God. I'm not sure what the cheese would be in that metaphor. Well, he eats groceries. There's probably cheese back there. Uh, it's from under cheese. <laughs> probably cheese back there. <laughs> from under cheese. Oh my gosh. All right. I think this is a good place to end it. I'll maybe I'll see if I can text Rachel to wake little Rafi up, and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll figure out what happened. Hopefully, he's alive. Support Allison's show. Uh, the last Patreon live stream was super fun. It got deleted from Facebook, so she's trying to figure that out. I don't know if it's been fixed yet, but it was such a great live stream for me personally that I feel like if it doesn't come back that it didn't exist. So she was talking about me being on the show and all these things, and I hopefully I wasn't just dreaming that, but I'm making my way in there. I'm telling you guys, it's going to happen. Who's going to take over the show once I'm part of that show? 
my god, well, such you, an asshole. After you get arrested for being for single white femaleing Allison. Yes. I'm in the <laughs> Oh my god, so many things just flashed through my head of me doing really stupid things. Very believable stupid things. Uh anyway, support her show by being a Patreon supporter because it's fun. It's another whole community where we all chat and the live stream just makes it even more fun cuz it really just feels like you're hanging out with her and chatting. She's just, I don't know. She's awesome. And PodFest is next week. Hopefully everybody got their tickets already because I really want to see everybody there. It's going to be so much fun. Check out Daniel's show, the Watching Hour podcast. It's super awesome. His last guest was amazing. Uh, if you want to be on this awesome show or like once again, or if you just need a really good nap, uh, just email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me. At JMOs and BFFs. Sorry. Uh, Lee, where can we find you? Real Lee Bruns on Twitter. And go check out my video project, Comedians in Sidecars Getting Chislick, uh, on YouTube. That's amazing. I am definitely going to do that. And everyone else should because you are very creative and clever and funny. And well, I appreciate that. I got about two years of filming into it for Whoa. 18 minutes of actual end product. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I had to learn how to run the editing software, so all the mistakes are all I can see. But it's fun. We uh, took comedians Dan Bublitz Jr. and Timmy Williams and uh, took them off for rides in different sidecars and ate a lot of chiselic. So uh, got some great music to go with it, and uh, I hope everyone likes it. Amazing. All right. Uh, T.S., where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at the L.A. Podcast Festival one week from today. Um, actually, I won't be there because it, it doesn't start until Friday. Uh, but actually, this comes out on Friday. So, yes, by the time you hear this, I will be there uh, hanging out, um, doing stuff. Uh, don't say hi to me or make eye contact. Ooh, I don't like doing that. Doing stuff. Um, <laughs> You'll be you know, just do stuff. Colonel Jeff at 4 p.m. on Friday as well. I'll be there for for his safety to make sure nothing <laughs> goes crazy. Um, he but need it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it depends on the the whiskey situation. Um, oh, no, boy. I uh, I don't do anything. I am on Twitter. You can find me at at tsdcx if you want. I just retweet <laughs> snide political comments and also sort of angry feminist stuff, which I find to be funny. Um, that's about it. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's mostly just quoting you. It's just, oh. Those are those, those are quote tweets. It's different. Uh, what else? What, oh, yeah. So if you happen to like Annie Letterman, uh, there was a bonus Bumbershoot podcast episode of Allison Rosen show. Um, so if you feel the need to donate to the show, maybe you haven't done it yet, go ahead and spend I don't know three bucks or whatever, two ninety nine or whatever it is. Get yourself a funny bonus episode and uh, enjoy the show. I love funny funny boners. So, uh, little Rafi, where can we find you? Oh, you're still eating a cannoli? Oh, you're jerking off? Oh, you're taking a giant D? Or you're sleeping? You can follow him at RMC Guitars on Twitter. Brittany, I love you. I wish you were coming to PodFest, but I understand that you cannot. So, thank you and good night.
Hallelujah.